Are you conscious of your addiction? Refuse to be defined by it? Not satisfied with living your life on the surface? Are you drawn to deeper meaning and purpose? And believe that it's possible to grow through your addiction to experience true freedom? Well, welcome home. Share the journey from addiction to freedom with your host, Michael Gregory. Welcome back to another episode of From Addiction to Freedom. And today I'd like to continue what I would call some foundational considerations. If you haven't seen one of my previous episodes where I talk about our addiction to time and thinking, I think it would be good to watch that in conjunction with this video. In a sense, it all works together. So today what I'd like to talk about is basically our addiction to a kind of what I would say is a, a way of handling space and thinking is involved in that, of course. So let's just talk about the default way that we handle space. So it's kind of like, well, let's say that I'm here and over there is a building. So I'm here and the building is there. And let's say that over there is a road and in there are, is my house and over there is another building. So in my mind, in, well, see, I can't see all of those things. I can't see the road because it's on the other, it, I'd have to be, have x-ray vision to look through my house. I can't see the other building because there's a wall or there's something blocking my vision. But in my mind, I, I'm very certain that there is that building there and that road there. So in a sense, I'm recreating that, or at least I'm keeping that alive. It's almost like a geolocation map in my mind, aren't I? And I assume that just as here, when I, me, and when I touch the things around me, I touch all of these things here, these are all physical objects. And I basically equate the building over there as the same as, as this here, all right? In my mind, it's exactly the same, isn't it? No different. It's just a, another building. It's hard. I can walk inside it, etc. So it's kind of like we, we don't really see any difference between here and there. Only difference being is that we're here and, and, and I'm not over there, okay? So I would call that the default way of handling space. We basically assume that everything is the same as it is around me, but it's just in another place, all right? Fair enough. All right, so now, now let's talk about the reality of our lived experience of that. So in our lived experience, the way I experience the building over there is actually not the same as I experience this building here, right? I can touch this, can feel it, the hardness of it, but I can't touch that building over there because I'm not there. So my assumption that that building is the same as this is not true right now in the way I'm experiencing it because in the way that I'm experiencing it, I can't touch it. 
so how am I experiencing it? Well, I'm experiencing it maybe as a memory from the part that I can remember or I'm supplying some imagination as well, aren't I? And I'm also overlaying that imagination with some concepts, some concepts like here and there and the idea of space in between. So there's, there's probably lots of other concepts, but let's just keep it simple. There's here, there's there, and there's space in between. And then there's the imaginary, I'm, I'm kind of keeping alive this imaginary building there. But I'm really doing that for the whole world. My whole world mostly is in my lived experience. If I observe how I'm experiencing the world, it is mostly imaginary. And what I mean by that is anything that I can't see, touch, feel, taste, smell. So anything that's not available through the senses. So I can, I can see this building here. I can, I can see this here. I can touch this. I can feel the hardness of this. So I, this is a lived experience of this wall here. But beyond that wall, I can't see that and I'm not able to touch it and I'm, I'm just supplying it with imagination. So there is what I can see around me. So all the, everything that I can see, and there's a limit to that. There's either things that I can't see through or there's a horizon that I can't see beyond and there's the sky and there's the ground. So that, in a way, that there's, let's say, the call it, you know, like a, the cocoon of what I can see and there's what I can hear. So this cocoon of my lived experience has sound, it has things that I can see, some things I can touch if I'm close enough to them, but even the things that um, are just a metre away that I can't touch, well, then I can only really see those or hear or smell them, let's say. So beyond the cocoon of, call, let's call it sense experience, everything else is imaginary. The idea that the world is round. Now, I'm not saying it's not. The idea that there are people living on the other side of the world in other cities, you know, Paris, London, Italy, you know, Rome, whatever. I believe that there are people there. But my lived experience right now is I'm imagining that. doesn't make it any less real, but that is the way that I'm experiencing it. And that's the way that everybody experiences what is outside of their cocoon, their, 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 their sensory cocoon. And, but notice how very different that is to our default way where we assume that other cities are exactly the same reality as here. Now, not saying that when I, when I go there that I, I won't be able to touch and feel, and of course I can. There is a, a predictability to the flow of phenomena. But essentially, my lived experience has always been here. I've never been there. Even if I've been to Croatia, let's say, that's now a memory. My lived experience of that is a memory now. And the thing is, right now, everything in the world that I know is either imaginary or conceptual or sensory. 
And it's kind of like my world bubble, really, or my world cocoon. And the truth is, I've never actually not been here. So in other words, what I'm trying to say is that wherever, wherever I've been looking, sensing, experiencing, that's here. Because I'm the focal point of my experiencing. Okay, and, and the same for you. You've never actually been there. You've been in a, you could say that I, you know, you've been to that city, but when you say that, that's a concept and a memory that's being held alive in an imaginary form. So I know it's really hard to, to really break out of the default way of experiencing because we, it's like we've had this filter on our eyes where we default assume everything that is there is the same as here. But the truth is there is only here. It never has been anything. You've never been anywhere other than here. And by here I mean exactly where you are. Exactly where you are. You've always experienced the world through your own sensory cocoon and also your own imaginary constructions of what is beyond that sensory cocoon and your conceptual constructions of distance, space, there, not here. And, and all of that, we're just generally not aware of how we are experiencing the world. So let's now talk about, well, let's just sit here for a while just for a minute and experience the, what I would call the cocoon of awareness that is here and notice anything that is not part of our sensory awareness is either imaginary or a memory, which is a special kind of imagination. And if we look around, we notice that all of this kind of world cocoon or world bubble is available to us by virtue of our awareness. Now, I, I really just want to reinforce, I'm not trying to say that things don't exist if you can't see them. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that the way that we experience it is very different to the way that we assume it is because of our default filter. So if you experience this cocoon of awareness and instead of like seeing the tree and assuming tree, you see the color. When you make tree out of that color, it's a concept that you're overlaying on top of the color. I'm not saying that tree's not there. Of course it is. But the way I'm experiencing it is color and shape. And it's actually part of a flow of color that everything is. Everything is color, shape, line. But even those things, color, shape, and line, I'm, they're concepts that I'm carving out of the flow of phenomena. Really, it really is all one experience, except if I bring my conceptual awareness in to pick out, almost like, you know, cut out tree as opposed to not cutting out. If I put that conceptual tool down and I don't cut anything out conceptually and I just be, 
an experience here as it is, what really happens here is a, you start to get a real sense of peace, a real sense of presence arises. And even when you're tempted to think of there or what that is or give it a name, just put that tool down. Don't do the naming. Just be really open and experience things as and how they arise to us. Now, that includes this body. It includes any thoughts. That's all part of the world bubble. I'm, this body is in this cocoon of awareness, isn't it? And if I don't name things, don't con create concepts of here and there, if I don't participate in that, even the notion of here disappears because there only is what is. And there's no mine and other. See, mind and me and other, again, conceptual separation. We don't participate in that and we just, we don't name other or me. We just be aware. Then there really is only one. And even one, <laughs> even one is a concept. So we put that down. I really invite you to, to be here as we are, as things are, even things, even we, their words, their labels, we put them all down and experience the peace that is present, that is always present. If we do that long enough, we start to realise that there is no separation. Really, you can even, you know, if you want to bring in your conceptual mind for a sec and just say, well, where do I stop and the world begin? We observe in this awareness cocoon, including the imagination, where is the me that starts and the world, where, do, where does the me stop and the world begin? You realise that the me doesn't stop. All of this is me. Even to say that is another artificial construct, me, one, all. So you can look outwards and conceptually try to find where you stop and you don't stop because everything is here by virtue of awareness. This is an awareness cocoon. And then you, you might try to experience in, it's blank. I don't mean blank as in nothing. I mean blank as in spacious, empty. It's all appearing at once. When I say appearing, it sounds like I'm saying it, it starts, it has a middle and an end. It doesn't. It's just here. It's all at once. So I really invite you to observe this every day and experience the peace of it, the peace of the truth and the joy. Bye for now.